Okay, so on this edition of the Halfway Serious podcast tonight, we're going to be introducing your hosts, which are myself, Steve, and Nick. We'll get into a little more personal detail shortly. And we're also going to be talking to the owner and creator of Halfway Serious brand. Uh, we're going to be talking about where Halfway Serious came from, how it became to be part of the local Fort Bragg culture, and where it's going from here. So uh, to begin with, my name is Miles. And uh, you'll find me on the Halfway Serious website as Shiny. Some of you already know me as that. Some of you know me by my real name. Um, I contribute to the Halfway Serious brand in the form of video game reviews. Um, I do help with some, uh, you know, visual decisions for the website and so forth. Um, that's all mostly handled by, by Robert, who we're going to get to shortly. We're going to be interviewing him. Um, but I'm mostly the video game guy, so to speak. Uh, video games are my favorite hobby. Uh, I've been involved with them for a lot of years. Um, I also like a lot of really, you know, we grew up, the, the four of us grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s. So we're into things like video games, uh, sports, pro wrestling, you know, kind of nerdy sort of hobbies. And we're just really hoping to get people into uh, what we're into and see if we can't s spread some of the love for the hobbies that we have. And uh, how about we go to Steve next and have him kind of tell us what he's all about and what he's doing here with us. So I wouldn't really say this is going to be a show about what we're into. It's going to be about what the people are into, the people that are listening, the ones that are consuming the product. We want to be able to help reach out to them, give them a voice, let them be heard, and let them express themselves in the way that they want to in which other ways society isn't letting them like society puts this mantra on you that you have to look a certain way that you got to act a certain way that you got to speak etc cetera, etc cetera. we're just trying to provide that platform for people to express themselves freely and i think that's i'm not going to try to take his thunder with any but that's my personal mission with this brand yeah, that's great. Honestly, I was referring more to like my contribution as far as what I'm bringing to the table and what I, got I to attract people to the brand with, you know, which is my love for, for what my hobbies are. I got you. Um, but with that being said, why don't we talk to Nick and hear what he's all about? Sure. How's it going there, pals? Uh, I grew up with you guys in the good old land of Fort Bragg and uh, moved away to Santa Cruz at the age of 19, having no idea what the hell I was doing. Somehow I made it there for over 10 years. And uh, I'm very much also into video games. Uh, since a young age, I think I got my Super Nintendo when I was six years old. Um, I'm a pro wrestler, started in January of 2015. And we're all very much into uh, professional wrestling. It's probably an obsession, you could say, for all of us. So that's been pretty damn cool. And I'm also obsessed with NFL football. I think that about sums it all up. And Nick, uh, what he neglected to mention was that he's also a professional wrestler uh, when he's not, you know, doing his day job. And he's also in a pop punk band known as the Randy Savages, which Dude, I'm in so name... bad about hyping myself up. How can I forget <laughs> that? That's yeah, we, we don't want to forget that. Purpose, we want people huh? to know, Jeez. bro. Uh, Every so, now and then you know, I play guitar and sing a lot. 
and screaming the microphone. So, you know. so check out the Randy Savages on Bandcamp. Um, they're a really awesome band. They're a lot of fun. Their music's a lot of fun, very positive. Could get anybody into a very hyped up thing. But that's just sort of a little bit about Nick himself and the three of us and kind of what we do. So let's get to the owner and creator of Halfway Serious himself, uh, Robert. And what we're going to be talking about on this episode again, is how the brand came to be, what the brand started as and what it's become now, and what he expects the brand to be going forward as not only just a photography and media company, but as part of the local Fort Bragg culture. So Robert, uh, say hi, introduce yourself, and tell us, first of all, let's start with where did Halfway Series begin and what did it begin as, as far as a company and a brand? Oh, uh, hello to the podcast. This one, this one better be good to go. <laughs> but uh, halfway, yeah, third time's the charm. Uh, halfway series uh, started out as a music documentary idea, and I would go around to musicians and to film and talk, uh, get photographs of them, and build them up through a small social media platform, building it on Instagram and Facebook, and trying to get them popular in their shows, somewhat yeah. filled out. What's that? So this took place while you were down in uh, Santa Cruz. This this company started while you were down in Santa Cruz. You essentially started as a music photography and promotion brand. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And then it, Which, um, as we, it, there's a very um, you know closely knit local music scene in the area of Santa Cruz and in the surrounding areas of Aptos and Capitola and so forth. Um, and Correct me if I'm wrong, but you developed quite a reputation amongst the local music scene in Santa Cruz as very um, high quality photography and also band promotion. Absolutely. I wanted to give a, the, I wanted to make local small time photographers that didn't know how to, I mean, small time musicians that didn't know how to promote themselves into something, make them feel like they're bigger than they are just to get more people interested in what they were doing. And okay. It, it worked. It, it got pretty big, but man, you learn that bands and musicians are not the people you want them to be. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, not everybody is who we expect them to be behind the guitar, or behind the microphone, sometimes. But uh, you know, you hope for the. You always hope for the best, of course. Yeah, that's um, true. And from from music, it went to burlesque, and from burlesque, it kind of fizzled out i kind of lost interest in what i was doing and things were happening in santa cruz i wasn't too happy with and I moved back to fort bragg and then and then covid hit that was a lovely time it killed everything and now we're st starting back from scratch here starting with this podcast pretty much when would yeah. you say that you felt uh uninspired what, what was the straw that broke the camel's back for that Oh, I just burned out. I was doing shows every day for about five years. And just like, what can I do to make someone look interesting with a guitar anymore? And you just, you can't. It was and you're doing this with, out of your own time, out of your own pocket. Yeah. I worked as a, a butcher in Santa Cruz. And after work, like 9 p.m., there'd be shows just then starting. So I'd leave from my butcher shop job, go down to the, the venues and do pitches for three hours and start editing for another four hours after that. Those are long days, man. Yeah, I no, remember, they were man, definitely long days. Work, from where you were to where those venues are, it's quite a track, and you were hoofing it. 
You're on them Lamborghinis. Oh, <laughs> if, if there was a show, I had show to do Lamborghinis. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't heard about this Oscar. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you. Were, yeah, uh, I had to do a bit of hustling back back in those days. Um, but let's talk about. Um, well, I know that you have a lot of inter- very interesting stories in your time in Santa Cruz as a music photographer, including uh, being rubbing shoulders with the Russian mafia and also being invited to uh, some Satanist rallies. But those, I think, are stories that we should probably save for another day because they probably uh, would take up quite a bit of time in, you know, this what is supposed to be more of an introductory type of type of cast tonight. Um, oh, yeah, so- I went. Go ahead, please. Oh, I went. Uh, if there was something that I could do that I couldn't do in Fort Bragg, I was on it. I didn't care what it was. I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to. I wanted to feel uncomfortable. And the more uncomfortable, I, the more uncomfortable I felt, the more excited I was to be there. Just because well, it was something I couldn't. Experience. Yeah, and I think that's important for everyone to experience things that take them out of their comfort zone. I think is what you're saying. Um. But let's talk about now, like you said, you were things that you weren't able to do in Fort Bragg or things that because there's no local music scene or because there's not a larger population that you're not able to do in Fort Bragg. But let's talk about coming back to Fort Bragg from Santa Cruz, bringing the Halfway Series brand with you and what inspired you to, um, you know, make it a part of the local culture. Oh, I, I was afraid to talk when I first moved back to Fort Bragg just because of what got me in hot water in Santa Cruz. Luckily, uh, Brian from the Music Merchant, he's like, well, hey, I'm on a softball team and I know you do photography. Do you want to come by and take pictures? And I said, why not? And they, the teams loved it. They're, his team especially loved it and they kept inviting me out. And then you were there when other people were asking about me without knowing who I was. And they wanted me to right. do the boys, the guys game. And from there, I went to the high school sports, which went to football and then to basketball. So I want to backtrack real quick. You mentioned uh, getting into some hot water in Santa Cruz. What kind of oh, yeah. hot water exactly? Uh, it's political. Stuff that I probably shouldn't get into here. <laughs> well, I'd say, I mean, I'd say try, to, try to explain it the best you can without being, say, like, <laughs> your beliefs and you were fired back on something like that i just believe work hard be nice no censorship well right let's (laughs) let's simplify it a little bit let's let's put it in a more broad sense it's no secret that santa cruz is a uh a, a, a hub so to speak of of liberal ideology uh, there's nothing not wrong with that, liberal ideology. You think that that's a good thing uh, is beside the point. Um, and so, so going to Fort Bragg, so there's, there's, there's a good mixture of conservative and liberal ideology here, but I think there's definitely more of a conservative overtone to the general population here. And so having that's, it's, it's not that way in Santa Cruz. It's basically one way or no way. And having any type of conservative beliefs is very frowned upon in the particular culture of Santa Cruz and other places too. But Santa Cruz, since we're talking about Santa Cruz, is very one-sided in terms of their political ideology. So I think what you're saying is by having thoughts that didn't align with 
the majority of the culture down there, you began to run into disagreements and eventually professional issues with people. Is that correct? Yeah, I was not politically active in 2018 at all. I didn't even know which side of the aisle I stood on because it didn't matter to me. But I started, people would say things to me. I was like, I don't quite agree, agree with what you're saying. I didn't really argue. I just didn't agree. And it became a witch hunt. And I, oh man, I was kicked out of buildings. I was, I was kicked out of shows and venues that I used to go to just because I didn't agree with a certain belief. Right. And with any scene, I'm sure that there are no, there's no shortage of drama and, you know, people, people that have been in the scene for a certain amount of time. And depending on who, you know, I'm sure that there are connections made that, you know, people can make things harder for you, depending on if they like you or not, put it simply. And so that's, that's, I think is what you're saying is a little bit of what you ran into down there. Oh yeah. I was with the Satanists. So I, it seems like it'd be a cool thing to be a part of, but it's just another, another freaky thing. <laughs> another freaky thought process um did that i that was that the question you were asking steve is that kind of what you wanted to get into i just wanted to hear uh like because i honestly have no clue because i personally yeah, I just hearing it in long form from uh from self i mean even like i know i know what happened i knew the highlights but i didn't know exactly what happened so this is i'm hearing this for the first time so this is brand new to me oh, oh wow yes it, it spiraled real quick and i don't even know why i just was just didn't agree with a few things they weren't even right. important you were saying that was long before you were ever politically interested or 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 let alone politically involved and Man, so i don't care about politics at all it was forced on you like if you they it was weird that's all i could say it was just weird I, I would agree with that in the in the sense that, you know, you're not allowed indifference is the side of the the enemy in their eyes. If you're indifferent, it means you side with the enemy. You have to have a strong. That's exactly side. it. And so I was told at one point that if I wanted to fight for something, I had to kill people. And that's when I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so there would be a fair uh, amount of extremists in that area. I think would be an accurate statement. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not that. <laughs> I like so taking you, pictures of it. Sure, absolutely. Take pictures of the rallies and stuff. And I think that was kind of where it started was you had taken some a few pictures at some political rallies. Um, can you go into that a little further and kind of what what evolved out of that situation? I think political rallies are stupid. I think it's uh, it feels like a WWE event. You're just holding signs and yelling at nothing. We're actually at a wrestling event. You're yelling at wrestlers, which is more productive. <laughs> I think it's just yeah. the dumbest thing. I can imagine like, oh, yay, this, this, this or that. It's like, go vote. Go do something interesting. Don't just yell on the street, weirdo. But people will tell you that's activism. You're doing something important and you're spreading the message. I say, shut up and get it out of my face. Well, there you have it. That's that's certainly <laughs> a valid opinion. And as Nick mentioned earlier, he lived in Santa Cruz for the better part of 10 years, perhaps over 10 years. Do you have anything to add about the culture of Santa Cruz or anything that you experienced while in the Santa Cruz music scene? Uh, I don't have any um, 
anything similar. I mean, I kind of keep to myself. I think a lot of it has to do with social media, unfortunately. Um, I don't, I've seen all of that kind of like never ending arguments and I'll scroll it. It's almost like seeing a tabloid, like in the check stand when you're at the grocery store, like you'll scroll and like read someone's arguments just because like, you yeah. can't help it. Like almost like maybe like a car wreck you're like, Oh, what's going on here? Um, yeah, but I, just, away. I just don't participate, man. So like my beliefs, I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and vote and I'll try to use common sense, but I just don't like, uh, I'll like try to just stay away from an argument because I don't think it ever accomplishes anything. What you end up blocking some people and then getting in an argument and maybe uh, someone you knew 20 years ago as a kid, now you'll no longer ever speak to because uh, you guys didn't have you had a political disagreement. I just think that's a waste of time. And yeah, man, I haven't talked to family, family members in over 15 years because of yeah, the same exactly. Like, and I'm not even 15 saying, years before any of this became mainstream. <laughs> like. I'll have a conversation in person. I just think it, it differs so much. Like an in-person conversation rather than... So ever so, since like, last year, I think it's just been like you have to... It just caught, it's there for arguments. They want the entertainment of arguments. Yeah, very it's, much. I, it's weird. It's a little strange. Well, without getting too deep into why people are so feel so strongly about their political beliefs, um, what Nick, Nick, what you're saying is you feel like in general, the population uh, is is more friendly and more accepting of different viewpoints in person than they are online. No, I'm just talking about like those specific conversations, um, like you know, political arguments, especially on social media, it gets so much heat. I'm sure it can get heated in person. I just don't see it happen too often. It's so easy right. to get riled up and like, you know, you have your keyboard, you can just be a little keyboard warrior, and uh, you have all the confidence in the world. I mean, getting a little deep in the weeds here, but I mean, I mean, to answer it in a simpler form, I didn't ever really have any issues because I didn't allow them to exist, I guess. You're saying the, the more you avoid political arguments or political discourse, the better off you are. I would, I would tend to agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'd be friendly with people and I like make small talk and I have acquaintances and good friends. And I'm, I just never put myself in a situation or at least so far to where it's like, cause a problem i'm usually there to play a show at a bar or just see some friends like they're people i already get along with and they're i'm usually friends of their friends and just naturally i i guess i get lucky i don't i haven't ran into a, a bunch of drama like it seems like so many others do so maybe i'm just lucky i don't know yeah it's more I'm so the case of here. how they what they surround themselves with more than anything i'm That's specifically what, here just to cause problems that's what halfway series is. So talk a little more about that. Now we've covered, you know, everything that went on sort of in Santa Cruz and how the brand got started. Um, but but you've, you've since moved back to Fort Bragg. You've established yourself as a brand. Talk about, like you said, you're here to challenge people. You're here to shake things up. You're here to stir the pot. Talk about how you plan to do that using your photography and using the Halfway Serious brand as a, as a media and entertainment company to sort of shake up the local art scene. I wouldn't even say photography. Oh, I man, say, how do you personally, how are you going to do it? Not just with photography, but everything. What's your mission? Yeah, the, the biggest misconception is that this is a photography website. That's just all I've been able to do 
since COVID happened. This is more of a, a media hub of all sorts of different arts and styles that I want to bring together in a unique way. Give people something. If you want to display anything around here, you have to do it in a building. And it costs quite a bit of money. Like an art gallery, then, for example. Yeah, a gallery. I, I can't stand galleries. I would just go there, drink wine, and just cut down everything I saw because I hate Fort Bragg art. <laughs> the Fort Bragg art scene is awful. <laughs> I will never like it. I'm tired of seeing trees and water. And that's really all there is is trees yeah. and water. If I, had to imagine, if I had to imagine a Fort Bragg like, art gallery in my head, especially as a child, first two thoughts come to my head are, okay, can I go home and place <laughs> Or can I go home and watch a call scene video? Because this looks <laughs> yeah, no, like, a freaking art gallery. Where's this art gallery? <laughs> it's like every artist is like 85 years old and all they could think about is the 60s and hugging trees. I'm like, that's who cares? I'm, I'm tired of people pandering to tourists. Yeah, that's I would agree that honey, I know. Scene is very oversaturated with a lot of nature's shots, a lot of, um, you know, surrealist photography. Um, and it's like watered down and overdone. I agree with that. So you, what you're saying is you want to, obviously in terms of photography, you want to do something a little different than that. But in terms of the Halfway Serious brand as a whole, you, you're trying to create a media hub for not only the local culture, but for kind of current events around the world and, and, and everything that's going on right now as well. Oh, yeah, this is a, a very, uh, I don't want this to just be, I want this to be localized in Fort Bragg, but I want this to be bigger than Fort Bragg. I want this to expand out to different mediums, like video game reviews. That will be interesting, not just for Fort Bragg, but for people all over. Sure. Uh, you got to realize, too, I'm not, Nick and I are not local. That's we, just, we, we just believe yeah. in what in what he's doing and we're helping out as much as we can because it's it's something we went through when we were growing up. We didn't have a way to express any kind of outlet. It was, <laughs> I mean, if anybody our age is listening, it was go to the trees and smoke or go to the woods and party. And that <laughs> And it's that still is it. I mean, we have a we have a skate park that's overly policed. Too many rules. We've got a health club, a sports center, or a swimming pool that's half the kids can't even afford to go into. Not only that, we can't even afford to look at it. Down for the last year and a half, we can't even afford the town itself and the citizens can't even afford to keep it open. Exactly. Yeah, they spent, what, 20 years trying to fund this thing, and it was open maybe full-time for a year. And then it was part-time, like, and then it's, like, 12 bucks or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. For day use. I remember going to the public pool for free. All you had to do was... Was it free? I don't even remember. um, I don't know for here, but where I was... Hey, we went to the public pool for free, and all you had to do was have the rec park card like the recreation parks and department card. Right. And it was like five bucks per year. That's yeah. what we need. We need things to do for the kids. So they do not <laughs> do what we did. Right. So Robert, would you say that 
the 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 desire for you to turn this into something that all locals can enjoy and even people not local um do you would you say that comes from having so little to do around here when we were kids no i was just angry i'm still angry i it's all about anger and anger is the big influencer for me because i went to the high school i walked in there it's the exact same smell that you remember from 20 years ago you walk in and nothing's changed not a thing and that's insane to me that's crazy even the halftime shows for the cheerleaders are worse than they used to be or by the cafeteria (laughs) i don't think so actually no they took that out not too long after we graduated it became too much of an issue people pushing each other in there and stuff yeah. Do you guys remember basketball games when we were kids? Like they would have strobe lights and smoke and all this crazy music. And now it's just not even there for them. That bothers me more than it should. Mostly because I dislike cheerleaders in football because they wouldn't shut up. But now I love it. <laughs> like, yeah. That's great. So I want to focus on football. You guys are in my ear. But now it's like, yo, team spirit. It's amazing. You guys should hear the softball teams yell. It's incredible. The, the spirit they have, we did not have in baseball, that's for sure. Oh, softball is on a whole other level as far as, uh, dude, chance. Any, if, you can, if you need a chant to go with your company, <laughs> just ask the softball team. They'll come up with one to <laughs> six. That's awesome. Yeah, that's news to me. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, it was last year. There's this one cheerleader on the team. Can't remember her name right now. But she got the whole team fired up, and I've never I never heard anything like that. They had walkout music. It was like it was like a wrestling show, in a softball diamond. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, at this point, um, I think we've kind of covered everything as far as you know where Halfway Serious came from, where it is now, and kind of where you want it to be. Uh, did Nick or Steve have any additional questions for Robert or anything they wanted to add? Yeah. Who are you? What do you do? What? You know, <laughs> you know, we know you as a businessman, but I, the people kind of want to know you as a person. Like, what are you into? What do you do for fun? Where do you work? Well, you don't have to say where you work, but <laughs> social security number. <laughs> <laughs> I work at a staff life and I'm a book now. I, there you go. Now, just, I uh, don't some more personable things about you. What uh, what excites you? What saddens you? Stuff like that. What saddens me is this podcast being tried three times and we fail every time. <laughs> <laughs> so this one hopefully goes up. Uh, but I am just addicted to this whole thing. I think writing is amazing. I think getting this, getting pitches to people is one of the coolest things that i've done because i wanted it to look like it's straight out of a magazine that was my hobby and golf in the beginning and i can bring it here that expanding upon that is incredible are you You saying you're coming out with a magazine well i mean this was supposed to be a magazine when it first came out (laughs) it just cost too much money (laughs) that was the whole santa cruz idea i wanted to have a magazine and a comic (laughs) oh no the cat but yeah the, the whole gesture was supposed to be a character in a magazine it had all these ideas i mean a character in a comic dilly will guess whether he likes it or not i'm sorry guys (laughs) 
Dilly is his cat, and his cat is, uh, let's just say I have a phrase for it, but I'm not going to say it here. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. What else do you have planned for uh, Halfway Serious? What are some uh, short and long-term goals, I'd say? Well, the summer goals, since there's no nothing to really photograph, I want to get into game streaming because you guys are definitely into that, and I think that can grow in your own accord and your own personalities. And I could just be the booster to get you out there. I'm going to start doing advertisements for local, local businesses around here. I'm going to do ads for myself. I'm helping out with One Love Sports in Mendocino. And, uh, yeah, and that's been pretty fun. Just advertising their clothes and ideas. And I'm going to interview him and just see where it goes from there. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just summer. Uh, I can tell you a whole bunch of stuff I have ideas for off the air because these are all like dream plans. But for now, we'll just focus on the short term. Yeah, and just so, so everyone knows, I was obsessed, obs- completely obsessed with magazines when I was a kid. So this is definitely where the inspiration is drawn from. I mean, and since magazines are dead, <laughs> might as well do this. You got enough photos to put together a Thrasher magazine. That's for sure. That was the original idea. <laughs> Interview. Oh, the, speaking of another Santa Cruz thing, though, going back to that, if you ever honestly review a band's album and you don't like it, Beware. I'll just say beware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pitchforks about. Like oh, they tore me apart and blocked me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it was a bad album. What do you want me to say? You know, negative critic is uh, just a very, very tough. People don't like it. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. <laughs> it's mixed bad. It's not everybody's going to like what you have to offer. Yeah, she wrote me. She's like, if you want to sound like a professional critic, let me know so I can know how to reply to it or something along those lines. I think it's just a weird, weird thing to say. You got to lie and you got to make people happy in art. I'm doing something. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that aren't going to like us. (laughs) Oh, I hope not either. There's going to be tons of people. I feel like I've lived a long life of people not being too happy with me. My graduation's coming up. That'll be interesting. I'm nervous, but I got it. Yeah, that's actually that's something I'm excited about. To and uh, to, to announce, yeah, is that halfway serious will be the official uh, photographer for the, I believe, the middle school and the high school graduation ceremonies. Is that correct? Absolutely. I'm gonna go talk to some of the teachers soon enough. Yeah, and that's that a sounds... really that's a really great gig, man. Really, way to go on that one because that's that's awesome. That's great. That being eyes to the site. I'm gonna have, be... bring, I'm gonna have to uh, bring some ideas to you. I got some ideas to follow up with that. Every time we talk about ideas, they're different from mine, but I love everything you have to offer. And this is one of them. Like I was like, ah, I don't know if I'll do a podcast, and you guys do a podcast, do a podcast, do. Okay, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Just got to step outside your comfort zone, man. That's the only I way. Am. I don't like talking. Talk is not my thing. Oh, guess what? You're going to be talking now. Crap. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll use... work around that. That's what this is for. This is your uh, platform, man. You got you got to make the most of it. I think it's going to grow on you. And you'll get that. Yep, I think so. And not too long. I think it will be no thing. 
Nick, Sounds at this point, did you have anything else to add or to ask Robert about the brand or? Not at the moment. I'm pretty happy with what we covered. Yeah. Put a bow and on And just so people know, next time we're on a podcast, we get to talk about my favorite subject, which is Resident Evil 8 is an awful game. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, pretty soon here. We are going to put together a little discussion about Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil Village, whichever you prefer. How hard was that to keep to yourself for like 45 minutes, Robert? <laughs> oh, it's, it's not easy at all. Yeah, see, this, this is what's great about being able to do whatever the heck you want is we can <laughs> subsidize our podcast into another podcast and it can be exactly about exactly what we want. No, uh, no, we got to tease it because Miles Radio is a 4.5 and I think it's a piece of crap. <laughs> so yeah, you'll get to hear why I'm correct and he's not. Exactly. <laughs> I'm already subscribed. I guess we'll wait and see, right? I guess we're going to have to. So uh, at this point, we want to thank you guys. Anyone who stuck around and listened to the whole thing, we really appreciate you. We hope it this will thing, uh, get you know, better. <laughs> I think this is pretty you. solid. It was pretty good. It's just it's just a matter of dipping our toes in, going in. Yep, absolutely. So thank you all again for uh, giving us a listen, and we will see you next time around. Rock and roll. Right. Have a good one. All right. Well, that was pretty good. I thought. That, yeah, that was great. I don't that's know if we stopped recording, but that's fantastic. Oh, crap. I got to edit that out.